What's up, all you quarantinees? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy Art Dog here with your homeboy MJ Gunner. Oh, we're still oh we on lockdown, but it's still time to throw down. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? What's up with it? Uh, Yo, we gonna get into some things on this joint. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we should uh, start with uh, us losing a very. Uh, Treasure member of the wrestling community this week. Uh, the very first, me- the very first employee of WWE. Yeah, uh, Mr. Howard Finkel. Yeah, R.I.P. to the Fink. Yeah. Uh, legendary ring announcer. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't the voice of my childhood. Mine, but he was. I, but I've gone back and seen the stuff he did in the moments he was a part of, and uh, he's just one of the best. Um. Best ring announcer in history, in my opinion. Uh, of course, he was the voice of my childhood from the 80s to the 90s. Tuxedo <laughs> matches. He hated Harvey Whippleman. Um, yeah. He had got inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2009. Of course, uh, the newer generation knows him probably from Legends House. I didn't watch Legends House. I watched some of it, of course, because it had a bunch of my faves on there. Yeah. People like Tony Atlas, how can you not be entertained by him? And Roddy Piper and Howard Finkel. Yeah. But uh uh I believe he was the first to hit the and new He just did it so well. Like he knew how to make a champion before five seconds after they won the belt. Right. I mean, it, it it made the moment that much more exciting when right. he when he announced he it. He did, and he made the champion he made the champion feel that much more important. Right, he's had a couple matches uh, with other referees and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Howard was. I mean, the Fink was the man. Absolutely. And uh, we lost him. So since we're on a sad note, let's keep the sadness going. There was, there was like, uh, I don't even know how many I lost count of people who got released. Yeah. uh, There was these huge major budget cuts for WWE. Well, they call it budget cuts, but they're basically downsizing the company because of quarantine, which I understand because they're not going to need all these people, but that's another situation where we talk about Vince kind of hoarding talent. I don't I don't know about that. You know, I've definitely heard that he do, he does that and, you know, there's probably proof to that, you know, especially now, but you know, this situation that we're in, it, it affects all of us, you know, and the WWE is not exempt to that. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, and then there have been so many complaints about it, but let's be honest. A lot of these people weren't being used at all. I mean, but it's still, you know, cuts like a knife. You know, this was their it job. Does. This is their livelihood. This and is how they support their families. Um, yeah. Drake Maverick put out a two-minute long video. Yeah, that, that, saying, that was that was really that was heartbreaking. Sad. It was uh, basically saying that. Uh, he loved working for WWE. There's a lot of people he's not going to be able to say goodbye to. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't know where, you know, it goes from here. But he was he was crying and yeah. and 
the list. I don't even have a list of the names, but it's many. so many. It's like, uh, I feel for Drake though because not only is he getting released, he also has to finish working the matches in the cruiserweight tournament. You know. Yeah, to find out early that you're getting released and still have to go to work like uh, nothing happened. Yeah, it's, it's a hard thing to do. It's like finishing out your when you put in a two week notice and you're finishing out the job. Do you really want to finish this job? It's it's a it's a a moral crossroads, so to say, because you want to go out there and sabotage things. I highly doubt he does. But it's still a job that you're getting paid to do. Yeah. But yeah, there was a lot of them. Uh, uh, Drake Maverick, EC3. Uh, Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson was a was a, a surprise. Like, that that really shocked me, to be honest with you. Uh, Mike and Maria. Mike and Maria Canellis. Uh, Mike Kyoto. Yeah, oh, my, that, that was the big one. Like, well, at least to me. He'd been with the WWE longer than I've been alive. He's been with you know? the WWE since 1989. And I was watching this this video today, and they had a, like a tribute to him and all the moments he'd been a part of. I mean, he was there when Razor beat when I one two three beat Razor Ramon. He was yeah. a referee with Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold. He yeah yeah did so much. Yeah, he's done. He a was lot, a referee man. when Brock Lesnar and the Big Show exploded the ring. Yep, and like, he went flying just like Mike he was supposed to. Has, has quietly been a part of. I think he was. So the, I think many. he was the ref the second time too, when uh Braun and uh Big Show did it. I don't know, but Mike Yoda has slowly and quietly been a part of so many moments in wrestling history. Yeah, um, Sarah Logan got released. I think Ruby Wright too. Uh, I haven't heard about Ruby, but I did hear about Leo Rush. Yeah, I heard about Leo and Rush. And I thought he was supposed to be a part of the Cruiserweight Tournament. Uh, he was supposed to face Swerve in the first round. He had started promoting it on on uh, Instagram and everything. Mm -hmm. And he got pulled out and Swerve ended up losing in the first round to Akira Tozawa. It's round robin, though. Like, he's yeah. not out, out. He just lost the first match. But anyway, yeah, this... This pandemic has definitely affected all of us in sports entertainers are not, are not uh, I, I mean, you see this. that now, even though the government labeled labeled them an essential job, which, you know, uh, them being labeled essential is kind of weird. To be completely honest, I don't know if I agree with this either. I mean, Lord knows I love pro wrestling, you know. It's 85% of what I watch, but at a time like this, I don't think that they should be out there endangering themselves, even if they are doing it for us, you know, doing it to put smiles on our faces. I mean, this is one of those times where the first time you cough, you're like, got to take my temperature. I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh, gotta, right. You got a sore to throat. Be... I don't know. I mean, everybody's so afraid right now. As they should be. We're living through a pandemic. Like, you should be cautious right now. Like, and I've never lived through anything like this in my lifetime. Probably won't I mean, ever none live of through us, it again. None of, I mean, none of us have. I mean, 
we've been through some stuff, man. Believe me, us millennials have been through some shit. Because, well, that's what they categorize me as a millennial. Is it? Yeah. It's supposed to be a Gen X. Mm hmm. And then millennials and then Gen Y. And you're considered a millennial too because you're born between 80 and 2000. Right, right. And that's the millennials. And uh, <laughs> we've been through a lot, dude. 9-11 and Zika and Ebola virus and HIV and AIDS and, you know, but the coronavirus hit on a different level. Like, I've never seen anything like this before. And never, we're being never told to stay in the house. As we should, you know, and I think that... uh Entertainers should also stay in now, you know, at least for their own good, you know. Yeah, cause I I hear a lot. I hear Roman Reigns just had a baby. Yeah, it's not only for their own good; it's for their family's own good. And he's got elders that live with him, right. and you know, people were trying to rag on him for you know taking a step back. But who could? How can you? I mean, with Roman, it's an especially, especially. Special case because he is recovering from because uh, he did uh, just beat cancer and that does make him more vulnerable than the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, he is high risk. Like he's very high risk. I commend him for that. I take my hat off to him most definitely. I, I mean, I would too. I mean, how much money is enough money to sit back and chill? Yeah, I get you. That's what really plays a part in it in it because let's not get it twisted there are some people that need to go back to work because they can't pay their bills because they live in check to check right it all right. depends on how you got your finances set up yeah you know i, I mean? get that I just... so that plays a part in it and this has got to be one of the saddest weeks in wrestling yeah losing all these people but to be honest with you I think that once this is uh, once we get this under control and everything goes back and the world goes op opens back up, I think some of these people will get brought back. So, like I mean, yeah, I mean, I have no doubt about that. But let's talk about the percentage that might cross over, right? Because I would say there are a because few. the revival left on their own recognizance, right? And there are some apply. people who are probably waiting on a release so they can go somewhere else. Yeah, not gonna lie, you know, there are probably some people who. You know, we're waiting for this. Now, see, the the WWE bred, as mm -hmm. I like to call them, the ones who were bred in WWE, people like Sarah Logan probably needs to stay with them because mm -hmm. I think only think thing people know her from is mm -hmm. the Riot Squad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but people like EC3 and uh, The Revival... And like Leo Rush and guys like that, they they gotta they stand a chance to go somewhere else and do well. Even someone like Lance Storm mm -hmm. could go to AEW because he's a legend, really out here. I mean, I guess it's basically how much do you want to go back and wrestle? Because pretty much, if you're not AEW right now or the WWE, then. You know, yeah, because ain't nobody really checking for TNA like that. They are as long as they're around, but... Impact still putting on shows? 
I I mean, I don't know how far in advance they're recorded. Right. So I'm still, you know, catching. It's still a crowd there when I watch it. Well, what I was saying is if you're not AEW or WWE, you know, there's not a lot of promotions that are still doing this right now. Yeah. And I think some of these uh, wrestlers might go home and wait it out and then go, you know, see what they can find elsewhere. Because they're talking about shit not getting right and people not gathering together till fall of 2020. I mean, they're talking no concerts until that time. They're talking no basketball games. They're going to be doing like special things like putting on games of horse with people at their houses and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. You know Personally, I, mean? I don't like the summer, so I would not be too, too upset if I had to stay in house throughout the whole hot time. But that's just me. Right. <laughs> See, but, I be, I, I'm outside with it, but I'm most of the time at work. Yeah. So I'm going to have pretty much the same routine in the summer as I have in the winter and the fall and, you know. Because my job is year-round, so it wouldn't matter about that. Right. Hopefully, this gets big enough where I don't have to worry about that. Come on, guys. Stick with us here. Dog, you work at a bank. (laughs) You are mega essential. Stick with us here. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about where I work at. Get us out of here. (laughs) Come on, guys. Get us out of here. I'm begging you. Get us out of here. I doubt it. All right, man. Um... Review some of the stuff that happened because this has been a horrible week for you. Do you have to bring it up like right off the bat? I just like, want to say just... for for that to be the last match that Sarah Logan has in WWE is kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean she got demolished by Shayna Baszler it took like, like she was twenty nothing. seconds, and then once they hit the stump on the arm, she stormed off, uh, and then they announced. Sarah Logan as the winner, and I was confused. Yeah, like she got DQ, like Shayna Baszler got DQ'd or something. But she didn't, of course, she couldn't continue. So, but anyway, Baszler's going to Baszler's money in the bank. Baszler's going to money in the bank. And then Oscar and, and Ruby Riot had a pretty good match. I like that match. Yeah, Oscar and wins. Ruby Riot actually put it on. They they went out there and put on a show. Yeah, Oscar wins. Yeah, so Oscar's going to money in the bank. And then Nia Jax and Kyrie Sane had a match this week, and. Yo, it was it was, an, it was a pretty good match, you know. Nia Jax wins. Nia it, Jax is in the women's the women's money in the bank too. It was kind of a slaughtering. They yeah. they put Kyrie out there like she was the weak Kabuki warrior. Well, Kyrie's one of the other ones that got released this week. Oh wow! Yeah, Oscar's alone now. And Oscar, uh, they showed like a clip of Oscar consoling Kyrie, saying it was gonna be okay, and mm-hmm. she's gonna win money in the bank for the both of them, and all that stuff. And then Kyrie got released, and that's what I hear. I mean, they're since Rhea Ripley's back in Australia, and everybody's in their own cities and towns. Maybe you know they have to disband a lot of teams and storylines to get people back to where they came from. It's it's a possibility, but I don't know what's going on. It's just wow. I didn't know. I, I <laughs> it's hit me. I can swear me her live. name was on one of these lists. Yeah. It's hit I can me live. I heard that. Kyrie Sane. I haven't seen an updated list. It was just all weekend. All week it was just 
Yeah, like... The saddest thing happening. Normally, WWE does do a spring cleaning around this time, but this is, this is a monster spring cleaning. Like, they just... I mean, they were getting rid of producers. If you're not on TV... And trainers. Yeah, they got rid of Kidman and Lance Storm and Hurricane Helm. And Sarah Stoke and just Sarah Stock. Just, yeah. a, I mean, there was a, a laundry list of people. And that was crazy. Um, how do you feel about the Bobby Lashley-Lana thing? They're basically having a fight and argue right now. I can only hope that this means that this is that they're going to be split up again, like off, like separated from each other. I mean, it's a possibility that getting split up, you could be getting released because Bobby's Lashley match was against No Way Jose and he's gone. Yeah. I just, by the way, I just looked it up and according to Google, Kyrie Sane is still there. That's my mistake. I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Well, we'll have to see. But anyway, yeah, you know how I feel about these two together. You know how I feel about this. I mean, I'd seen where this storyline was progressing, so I just want to see where it ends. I got to see where it ends, It ends with those two going their separate ways. Please, oh, please. But is it going to be Rusev that comes to her rescue? I think Rusev's one of the ones that got released. But see, you just had the list. Why didn't you keep the list up? I just checked for Kyrie Sane. I didn't check for everybody, but but I'm pretty sure Rusev is one of the ones that got released. Rusev sent a cryptic tweet saying... He he does this every other week where he's saying he's leaving. I'm pretty sure. I I don't know, but we'll have to see. All right, mm-hmm. so um and then a couple people face jobbers. Like what's up with Alistair Black facing jobbers every week? I don't know, you know. I think Alistair Black's one of them guys that's well established enough on Raw to where he doesn't need to face jobbers. I, I don't I, I don't think know. That's I think that's correct. But one person that did get our shine on this week was Selena Vega. Yeah, I like this new group that they're forming with Andrade and uh, Austin Austin Theory and and Angel Angel Garza. Garza. I really, really like these guys together, and I hope this works out well because this looks like a legitimate stable right now. And Selena Vega leading the charge. Yeah, like they got a good mouthpiece and everything. Like, I like these guys together. I like that. I like that, too. Me, too. And they did some damage this week because Angel Garza won his match. He faced a jobber. Wayne Clippert his ass to death. (laughs) Uh, Theory, I think he faced Tozawa. Uh, Yeah, it was Theory and Tozawa. And uh, they're... Using him like it's no tomorrow. I don't know. I guess he Can we was... just skip over this match? Anyway, Theory smashed him, and then Andrade went at yeah. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Andrade and Drew McIntyre had their match this week. You know, it was a, it was a good one. I think that Andrade and uh, Drew, they have good chemistry and everything, you know. But the well, real yeah. story was uh, when Rollins came out at the end, and then uh, declared he's going at Andre- he's going at uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre. McIntyre for the WWE title. Well, of course, I think it's too early for Drew to be uh, facing Seth Rollins. I think why? He, I mean, it would establish him as a champion. Don't get me wrong, 
but I wanted this match later on, probably around like SummerSlam. They gotta use them while they they gotta they well they right only, now is they not only the, got a certain amount of people to use anyway. I was right gonna now. say right now I don't think it's the time to put off things and wait. You know you gotta seize the moment while you got it at this point. At least in my opinion, anyway, because things change. Things change pretty quickly right I see now. That. And yeah, you gotta seize the moment when you got it. Seeking this, speaking of seizing the moment, Ben Failure came back. <laughs> To NXT. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He had uh, Masaru. I can't pronounce his name. Neither can I. I don't even know who he faced. No, he he faced uh, Fabian Eichner. No, it wasn't Fabian Eichner. It was the other guy, wasn't Marsh- it? No, it was Fabian Eichner. Oh. That was who the match was with, but he did come out with Marshall Bartel. Yeah, that's his name. Sorry, I couldn't pronounce it. Bartel and Eichner. Yeah. But uh, he faced Eichner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I skipped the match, of course, because I'm really not that interested in, in failure matches. But I did see it at the end when he kicked uh, Bartel through the through the barricade and mm-hmm. then hit the coup de gras and then the sixteen nineteen or nineteen sixteen. Mm-hmm. My bad. Uh, so I know that he won the match, but the more interesting part was the Velveteen Dream and him got into it. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they got into a little altercation. Yeah, now, that, that the match was, is gonna happen I'm next cool week. Uh, if you can't, if you can't get in there and put on a good technical match with Ben Failure, then that means you're really rusty. Yeah, I guess it would be a good test for the Velveteen Dream I'm, to get in there. Yeah, I might call him Ben Failure all the time. But he does his job in that ring, He's though. Get beat up one of these days. Probably, really <laughs> probably. <laughs> but anyway, like I was saying, if if you can get in there and put on a good technical match with him, then you're probably ready for Adam Cole or a, you know a lengthy title match. But I, I don't think Velveteen's ready for a lengthy title match right now because his matches are looking real sloppy. And I'm looking forward to Dream and Cole. And Roderick Strong is one of the wrestlers that you can go in there and be mediocre and put on a good match with him. And I didn't like the matches with Velveteen since he's been back. Yeah. Well, you know, he's just getting back to the swing of things. All right, he'll get there again. I hope so. Because Dream was, was always one of them uh, ones yeah. that put it on in the ring. I've like always advocated for him. I wanted him to be on top so bad. Yeah. And he had it. But, I mean... This this what what was it his shoulder? Yeah, I think it was his shoulder or his back. Yeah. Uh, either way, it, it's got him looking real shady out here, real shaky. You looking real unfamiliar, Velveteen. <laughs> yeah, he'll get it. But yeah, uh, the cruiserweight tournament started, and they got guys in there that I've never heard of. Yeah, I, I got this mass, one new luchador. Yeah, I didn't catch his name. Mass guy that they're really promoting too. Yeah. El Fantastico or some stuff like that. Magnifico. Oh, yeah. This is, Devlin got a raw deer here because I was looking forward to this run with Devlin as a cruiserweight champion. It happens. Everything. I mean, look at Pete Dunn. Yeah. He was gone. He's yeah, he's, he's still gone. And he uh. Introduce Matt Riddle's new tag partner, which was uh, Timothy Thatcher. Never heard of him. Uh, this supposed week. to be some tough brawler guy from the UK. 
Yeah. But what's he doing over here? I don't know. He shouldn't yeah. be quarantined over in the UK if Pete Dunn got to be quarantined in the UK. But anyway, uh, Matt Riddle and uh, Timothy, they, they successfully defended the titles against uh, Roddy and uh, Bobby Fish this week. Yeah, they did. Good they match. gave Thatcher the submission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so they were trying to make it like a big deal. Yeah, they're putting them over. Yeah. So... Uh, SmackDown, there were some qualifiers. The surprising one to me was Dana Brooke. Like, I could not believe that Dana Brooke is going to the Money in the Bank ladder match. Good on you. And she beat Naomi for it. Yeah. You know, let's see. Dana's going, and she's and her and Carmella have got uh, Alexa Bliss team. and Nikki Cross next week. Dana Brooke could be covered in gold right now. Dana they Brooke looking real special. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Dana Brooke looking real special right now. Yeah. Anyway, the other qualifying match was uh Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. It's a good match. Uh, Daniel Bryan wins it. You know, of so course. Daniel Bryan is going to the men's Money in the Bank ladder. And match. there's been a lot of people trying to push Cesaro online too. They've been showing Cesaro clips like crazy. They're they're not very patient with this anymore. And I can understand their frustration. It's been years. When? When are we going to get it? Cesaro in the title picture? Yeah. I'd love to see that, but... I think he deserves better. They keep thinking... I don't know what's in Vince's head where he thinks Cesaro needs management. I don't understand this. It's not like he's... He's got okay mic skills. All right. I mean, I think the... I, I always say... The problem with Cesaro with U.S. attraction is his his accent has no dialect. You don't know where the accent is from. It's mixed with so many of them. So he's, it's his fault he's well-traveled? He yeah, he speaks English. He speaks like he, nine languages. Yeah, but he has a weird accent because he speaks <laughs> so many languages. Oh, so I don't think that, that should be something it's not that like, hold him back. It's not like you can hear him and go, oh, he's Irish. Or hear him and go, oh, he's a Jamaican. Oh, he's from Switzerland. Oh, he's from... You can't do that because it's jumbled with so many different accents. So he relates to pretty much no one when he speaks. No one says I talk like that. Well, I never heard this. I've never heard this. Uh, this case for him before. Arsh. That's this what. That's one. personally what I think. Vince believes is holding him back because he's the best, probably technical in ring wrestler today. Yeah, I gotta think that it's one the of the skills. strongest guys today. You've seen so many Cesaro section signs in the audience when he was at his peak to me when he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. But at the same time, how many people were chanting for him? I don't know. How many people were, you know, besides the swing, what was, you know, the chant for him? You know, they have like New Day Rocks or, you know... Ooh, so, you know, they have something to chant for them, but the Cesaro thing just ain't catching on. I get where you're coming from, Art. Yeah, I get it. They need something that they can that they can rally behind him with. 
they can't do everybody can't do the guns together that he does with his hands. Yeah, and then the swing thing is just not it's just not something that everyone can do at all at once and everything. Yeah, I know. They can it's count together, but you know, it's, it's it's one of those things. That's why I say they dropped the ball so hard with Rusev Day. Well, we I've said this on b- b- before on this show, and I will continue to say this on this show. Lana ruined Rusev Day, in my opinion, <laughs> personally, everything was going just fine, and then you got to come over here, Lana Day. No, it isn't. Jeez. Hey, yeah. Get your own stick, man. <laughs> I, I just think that with Aiden singing behind him, bro, that, that was the and best. Always out there. That was the best. Rusev could have pushed toward the championship. He with was that the persona. most popular person on that roster at that time, uh, at a time when AJ Styles was on that roster for crying out loud. And he could have, he could have did it with Aiden English by his side. She ruined it. She, <laughs> she ruined it. I will keep, and what, and I will what you're saying, she she ruined Lashley too. She yeah. did. She's not helping him. Leo Rush was. Leo Rush was elevating Lashley. She ain't. She ain't. She's <laughs> not. You don't even see the point while Lana's still there, do you? Everybody gets fired. I'm not saying that, Art. I would never wish that on anybody. No, don't put that out. Don't put that out there. Because <laughs> Baron Corbin just said, uh, like, yeah. some tweets, uh, like, some people were tweeting at him, like, he should have been let go. And he made a good point, you know? Like, you don't wish for somebody to lose their job and their livelihood, you know? That's, you got to reevaluate yourself if you're wishing that on other people. Like, that's a horrible thing to wish for. I would never wish that on anybody. <laughs> just so we're clear. Just so No matter we're clear. how much I don't like her. No, that's good. Good to keep your moral standing. Yeah. How about that new day, dog? <laughs> For the love of Christ. I don't understand this. Miz and Morrison were doing pretty well with the SmackDown tag team titles. I agree. It's like... And Johnny Drip Drip. They're, in my opinion, they're, uh, what do you call it? They're history chasing for some reason like they're just trying to break range just so they can say that they broke reins yeah. you know because this is number eight for the new day and the dudley boys i think are nine eight yeah so either so the next two title reigns the new day will break the record for the most championship reigns in the wwe yeah and i just don't understand this the like dudley boys are at the top with uh either eight or nine yeah. i think they tied with them and then Edge has it for the most right. solos. Twelve. Twelve. Like, I just don't understand why they would sacrifice good champions that have, that have pretty good momentum to pad numbers, you know? And it's the same thing with Charlotte Flair, in my opinion. Uh, Twelve-time women champion. Charlotte's- why don't they just get her to 17 so we can just stop all this? Because that's what they're pushing for. Hey. They want her to be Charlotte a 17-time women's champion. Had I'm pretty sure. Probably the best promo this week. Here to we me. go. I'm the best. I'm the queen. I'm this. No, I'm no freaking break. Basically proved it to you by showing you history. She showed you all of it. She showed you that I dominated three different eras of women. I I dominated the beginning yes. when I started. I dominated the middle with. 
all your popular people, all your comeback queens. I dominated them. I beat all of them, made them tap out. And now I'm back to beat the future again. So why should she go back down there? So why she going back down there just so she can? Hey, this ain't about so what she can you dominate want, over more women. This ain't about what you Apparently want. This it's is not. about, like you said, she's chasing history. Well, I wish they just give it to her so she stopped chasing it. Give me a break. Gosh. No, beating her means something right now. When you beat Charlotte Flair, that means something right now. Because Charlotte is dominant. You can beat her up all you want to. She used to taking beatings. But to beat her really means something. It's like if it's the equivalent to beating a Brock Lesnar. Drew McIntyre was made just by eliminating him from the Royal Rumble. It means something to beat Brock right now. That's why everybody don't get it. Personally, I'm not well. Personally, I would not like to see an entire women's division sacrifice so she so we can make her feel important. But that's just me. So we can make her seem important. But, but you that's can, just me. You can get over from this. You just gotta have. You just gotta have a memorable match. Believe me, I know you keep doubting it, but people have been signed just from having good matches on TV. Oh, I people just like, can't wait. People like Oni Larkin. I people want you to like prove Cedric me wrong. Alexander. I want I'm you telling to prove you, it's going to be two or three superstars that come out of this title reign. That's what Charlotte does for people. And how many people are going to be pushed back down to the bottom because they can't hang in the ring with her? You too have many to, to count. You have to be able to, though. Too many to count. I'm telling you, Mia Yim probably going to be made off this. Doubt it. Io Shirai probably going to be made off this. She already made for real, but she going to be made. And I got a feeling this time for Tegan Knox. I'm just waiting to see this, okay? I cannot wait to see all these five-star classes, all these people that are just going to be shot like rockets because they were in the ring with the queen. I can't wait, Art. I really can't wait to see these things. Woo. I can't wait. And, and I when it always, shows I that, always got to be the one I to. I can't wait. I got to be the one to defend like, her. This would be great, Art. This would be great. I cannot I'm wait to see this. I'm always defending her just like I'm always defending Nikki Bella. Y'all just think privilege plays the biggest part. She couldn't keep some of them people around. You don't think she wanted to? Some of them got to go. Whatever. Vince door spring cleaning and privilege don't play a part. Like she was going anywhere. Your notoriety play a part. Like she was. Like she, that, if that, anybody that, was that, in that danger. Ever, if, like that thought ever crossed Vince's mind. anybody was in danger, it would have been Sasha. Of course. Because she the only one that don't have no belt. Because she's got to make everybody else look good. And she the only one that's not in a in a instrumental storyline right now. Now, I, did, did, but, I doubt that, okay? Because eventually, and I'm waiting for this day with bated breath, eventually she's going to drop Bailey like a bad habit and is going to take that belt from her, and I cannot wait to see it. Because, because Sasha Banks has a qualifying match for the, uh, for the women's money in the bank next week, Yes, she does. 
Yes, she does. Is so, it, if there's any justice in this world, that's where they're going. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I don't think that that's what. If there's any justice in this world, that's where they're going with this. Because how come Bailey can't fight her own damn battles? Because she, because she showed break. Uh, fed Shasha Banks to Tamina. Yeah, she did, and now Tamina's going to, to Money in the Bank because she beat Sasha. Because Lacey Evans just can't mind her own flipping business. <laughs> but it's don't concern you. It, it it is because I've been waiting for Tamina to get hers for years. Yeah, I, I admit for years. Like this is well deserved. Like she has waited long enough, and I think that she should get a shot. I'm just, I'm just all up in arms, all up in arms about it being off Sasha Banks' back, man. It's not. Why can't she beat the champ? It's not. And then you get a shot at the title. It's not, and, and I think they're playing it great the way Sasha is, the way she's losing because she's not losing. Bailey's kind of getting shit all messed up, so eventually it's going to cost them their friendship again. Can and we all know wait to that Bailey and Sasha have the best feuds when it comes to the women's division of the horsewomen. I don't care who's in the ring with who. Yeah, Bailey and true. Sasha put on shows, buddy. Yeah, that's true. That is true. True that. Just, I'm just waiting for it. Like, I'm waiting for with bated breath. Please. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah, it though. is, Art. Don't put that kind of <laughs> evil out there in the universe. Because if it doesn't happen, then this is all for nothing. So. This I, is all just so she can elevate Bailey. Probably. Of course. Sasha Banks always got to do the job. Yeah, you know how I feel, but I don't want to get into that. Yeah, let's not get into that, Arch. Okay, so how do you feel about the climb the corporate ladder money in the bank style match? So I'm wondering, is this going to be another cinematic thing or... I, I don't know, like... Okay. Here we go again with these brand new... But I'm optimistic, Okay. Because I didn't really understand the Boneyard match when they first announced it. And then we saw it and it was great. So I'm not, I'm, I've but, got high but hopes. But you didn't understand the Firefly Funhouse yeah, match. I didn't understand that match. I did. I loved it. But you hated it. Well, lucky for us, it's not going to be a Firefly Funhouse match. Yeah, but this climb the corporate ladder where you have to climb to the top of the roof, the roof. The, and their the, the, uh, the roof, uh, their corporate building in Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah, that's that's a weird thing, bro. So what are they going to be fighting in the office building? I think just, it starts on the floor. I think it, it starts says on the it starts on the ground floor. Right, it starts on the sidewalk, and then you climb. And up then you got to go all the way up. So are they? What are they doing? Climbing the building or fighting in the office building up the escalators and in the I elevator? Think that they are climbing the, the scaling the building now on the ladder. Well, at least that's the way I no, would see it. I, I don't know. I thought that they were going to fight. Through the building up to the roof, and then up on the roof, there's gonna be a ladder, and the money in the bank is hanging from that. I mean, with the promotion, with the and with that the, sounds extremely dangerous. With the poster things, they they got ladders on the side of the building. So that means, but come on, Matt, ladders on the I side don't know. of the building. We ain't seen it yet. You don't know. I don't know. 
the, this is inventive art. The we don't know what's going on. This is not like some garage roof that they're going to be climbing on. We don't know what's going it's on, Art. building, like huge. We don't know what's going on. We don't, we don't know where they're going with this. So I assume that they're going to fight throughout the building and go to the roof. And on the roof, there will be a ladder and there will be something hanging up there from probably a crane or some shit. I don't know. Like I, neither I, do I. But this I admit sounds that it is, terrible. It would be I like I admit that it would be pretty dangerous for them to have ladders on the outside of the building and climbing, uh, climbing up there. But Matt, I don't know. they're not gonna climb the building. How do you know on the outside? Because it's too big. They're gonna need harnesses and stuff. They're gonna be like it's gonna look like a Usher video. Well, I I don't know. I've never seen this kind of match before. We just have to wait and find out. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing that you think they're going to be climbing on the outside of the building. Like, like, I don't know. Like, that's the way they're promoting it. They got ladders on the outside of the building and disposed on, the, on these uh, promotional things. Matt, <laughs> that building is like, I don't know how many stories. Well, that's just what I assume. But it's not Art. a regular house. I know it's not a regular house, Art. I'm not that slow. <laughs> well, you're too slow to know. believe that this building looks like small enough where they could climb it. Yeah, I know, Art. It's, it's pretty big, you know. But I didn't say to just have one ladder. They're not going to be. How are you going to even stabilize that? They're the masterminds <laughs> here, Art. Not me. I don't know. That is hilarious. Like I'm not saying that this would be a good idea. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a good idea. What I thought. Either way you put it, but if you were gonna put stories of ladders on the outside, count me all the way in. I don't <laughs> count know. Count me all the way in, because somebody gonna die when they fall off one of them. Now, why would you want to be counting in for that, then, Arts? Like what the hell? Because I gotta see this massacre live on TV. I don't. I don't know. I, I did not say that I would like to watch this match because it would be pretty nerve wracking. But you know, I think that that's where they might be going with it. I don't know. We just gotta wait and find out. <laughs> that was that was what are the craziest. Me for? That was the craziest concept I heard yet. Well, that's, I'm pretty sure that's the way most people are thinking about this. All right, that's how they're looking at this. You say we're gonna. They say they're gonna start on the street and then climb. Right? No. That's where they're thinking. Yeah, they're gonna go in the building. It's like I, they never said they're going like, in the building. It's gonna look like the amazing race. They never said they're going in the building. Now why? Now that wouldn't even really be a ladder match. Then you know you're just running through the building then and fighting each other on the way up to stop you from getting up there. Like like say why I'm, would they fight I'm each going, other running I'm going through the up building the steps then? And I see somebody behind me. We're going after the same thing. We all know where it's at. Yeah, going, but and I turn around and I throw. A trash can down the steps when I come up. Yeah, but if you're running through the building, like you wouldn't uh, actually have to stop anybody till you get to the roof. Yeah, you would, cause they'd be catching up on you, grabbing you to pull you back, so they can get ahead. I don't they're know. trying to stop you from getting up there. I, I, I just don't know where they're going with this. Like I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to watch it. If you put, if you put a briefcase with a million dollars in the middle of the mall. And tell everybody to start on the street and run to that suitcase. How many people you think gonna be hurt by the time somebody get that suitcase? A lot. That's what. Like it's gonna that's be what. That's what this is gonna be. 
Well, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what they're doing with this one. I, I just don't. I'm get telling it. you what they're doing. That's what this is. That's be. that's one way they could do it, but they could also do it my way. How do we know until we see it? Like, they didn't say nothing about running through the building. That's what's going to happen. We don't know. They're saying it's going to start on the ground floor and they're going to climb to the roof. Yeah, I thought that they used ladders (laughs) to climb. (laughs) This is a ladder match. This is, you're right, it's a ladder match, not a building scaling match. Like, I thought they were using the ladders to climb, I don't know. Once they get to the roof. Oh. Yeah, once they get to the top. Well, that's one way you can look at it. Then you're gonna... We could also look at it my way. (laughs) We we, we just don't know. We could, but that'd definitely be wrong, and you'd definitely be getting a lot of people killed. At least... At least four people in that match are going to be dead. We, we don't know that, Art. If they're, they're climbing the side of this building and you kick them in the ribs and they fall off from the 15th story, it's over for their ass. Yeah, that, that would be tragic. <laughs> and you're going to be like, damn, my pig dead. Get up, Kofi. Well, I don't know, Art. That's the way, that's the way I saw it. Okay, that's, well, that's just the not way I saw it. It's going to be like Amazing Race where they're going, running through 30-story building or however tall this fucking building is. They're going to be running through there, beating each other up on the way up, trying to get to the roof to get to this briefcase, which sounds really dumb. Or it could be really amazing. I don't get it. It depends on how they shoot it. Yeah, I guess it depends on what's happening. A lot of shaky camera angles from Mm. chasing them up through the building. But I don't know, because this sounds dumb. I'm not going to lie. All right, do you think it's too early for Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman? Uh, I would have preferred it to be The Fiend and Braun Strowman. But it looks like it's gonna be Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, which I'm probably which pretty much good tells us that Braun's keeping the title. You know, if it was the Fiend and Braun Strowman, you know, it could go either way. But I, think, I, I doubt Bray I Wyatt the with his sweater that's gonna win the title with his no, sweater. I think the way the storyline's going, it's gonna be some lights out, Fiend show up type shit. Huh? It could be. Well, the last time that the uh, the Bray Wyatt wrestled a match and not the Fiend, you know, just Bray Wyatt wrestled. That was it with no, the Miz. It was the Firefly Funhouse match. They we both, don't count that match. They Arch. both showed up. It's not really a match. We don't really count that match. John Cena's on the wall. You count that match? No, we don't, Art. I would not really count that as a wrestling match. It was not really a wrestling match, Art. It was one of them filmed things. It was a match. It was not a match. It was a match. If you're going to count the Boneyard match, then you got to count this one. There was literally zero physicality in this match, Art. I would hardly count I would hardly count it as a match. There was mandible claws. There was chair swinging. I don't know. I, I, I still don't understand this match, Art. <laughs> I don't. I've I've tried to explain it to you. You don't want to hear me. The last wrestling match that was not in the Firefly Fun House 
that Bray Wyatt wrestled was against, was against the Miz. And we didn't see the Fiend. It was just Bray Wyatt. And he won. Yeah, he won. But it wasn't a universal title match. He was the universal champion. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I, I highly doubt they're going to let this version of Bray Wyatt beat Braun Strowman. Like, there, there's no way they could help him recover from that if they did. Like, there's no slip on the banana peel, and I just yeah, got it caught it's, there. It'll be like... Like, he, they can't protect him if that happens, Arch. If it's supernatural, then they probably can. Yeah, if it's supernatural, then they probably can. Okay, but if it's just the Bray in a sweater, in a sweater and he goes out there and beats Braun Strowman, like... I, get, I hear you. I would don't not, get mad at me. I don't think that'd be very good. This is the saddest week in wrestling for you. It is, man. It is. For you, not me. Don't put that on me. Hey. I'm just saying it can work. It depends on how they do it. If they have like lights go out, fiends show up all the time, like that could disappearing, work. moving to different spots, then yeah. Yeah. That could work without making Braun look that bad. Yeah, I get what you're but saying. But I'm sure they're going to make Braun look bad. That's what they do. That's what they do. Matt, is there anything else you want to yell about? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm pretty much done here. Right? Like I, I, you done poked a hole in my ladder match theory. Like I thought I had this thing figured out. <laughs> well, you don't. Yeah, we don't know that. You don't. There's no way they can. They scale. say the cli- the climbing the corporate ladder. There's, Wait, why? Matt, there's no way they can scale the building and have a match. Like, what if they built them, like, scalpers or something? <laughs> like, what's, what would have been if it did? Like, they... Bu- now, that could work. Yeah, like, they built them... A like, bunch of window washers all the way right. up to the top. It's yeah. going to be extremely dangerous. They're going to need some harness to make sure that nobody dies. Because yeah. somebody fall off that thing, it's ball game. But I don't believe that that's what's happening. Well, I thought I had this thing all figured out. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't explain these things to us anymore. They just say we're gonna do this, and then we gotta wait to see what's happening. <laughs> well, that's that's the quarantine I surprise. You <laughs> 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 poked a hole in my theory. Tell them where to reach you, man. Uh, Matt Lindsay on Facebook. Uh, Matt Lindsay six seventy seven on Instagram. Six thirty seven. Six thirty seven on Instagram. That's terrible. I like to change it up, Art. Art dog one on <laughs> Instagram. Art dog three on Twitter. Arthur Quinn on Facebook. Hit us up at the Sons of Legends 21 at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to talk about. We'll holler at you Do guys that. next week. So long. From the saddest week in wrestling. It was pretty sad. <laughs>